asked for it, you demanded it, you've been calling and writing letters, but we did listen to you, we're doing another episode anyway. Welcome to another episode of What About Now? What About Now? Yes, yes, the so popular, popular podcast. I'm sorry, quick question uh, here, uh, that's, that's Ted in the front row. Um, what's a letter? Uh, that is uh, You mean like, like, like Q or Z, something like that, a letter? <coughs> well, believe it or not, way back when, like 10 years ago, people would write on pieces of paper with... Come again? Uh, yeah. You know what paper is? Uh, like what I wipe my, my behind with after uh, eating at Chipotle. Have you ever seen a book? A book. I have seen those in museums, yes. Okay, okay. Well, inside those books are pap- is paper. Those little white squares, that's paper. Interesting, interesting. I was thinking now, I'm, I'm trying to understand, like, you're talking about a letter. I'm talking about a letter. Is that like if I write an email, then I print it out? Is that what you mean? Yeah, that would work. Okay. Hey. That would work. All right. So yes. uh, this has been our um, our uh, history lesson for our listener. <laughs> yes. And our, 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 our newest segment, Curmudgeon Corner. Welcome to Curmudgeon like... <laughs> Corner. <laughs> I, I got to share something with you. Yesterday, I was, uh, I was actually writing something because I had printed out um, a piece of paper, um, a, a printed out a form, and then I was taking notes on it. And I was sitting there writing, and my wife told me that I looked sexy when I was writing. Isn't that kind of interesting? Uh, y- yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, like you know, you know, you're washing the car, you're building, you're like, you're lifting something. Like, man, my husband looks sexy. But like, my wife looks at me like, my husband looks so sexy when he's writing with an actual pen and paper. My wife thinks I look sexy when I'm scrubbing the toilet, but that's because I'm scrubbing <laughs> the toilet. She doesn't have to. So, what do you, what do you usually wear when you scrub the toilet? Nothing, of course. Really. All right, a tube sock. A tube sock. I don't want to ask where. I, I assume it's on your your big toe or. You gotta leave something for the imagination. Oh, okay. Well, I guess if it was a sock. Technically, it would go over the whole foot, not just your toe, <laughs> but like, maybe maybe on your hand, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I ran out of gloves. What can I say? Okay. Oh right. Okay. Um, well, if you are required to scrub the toilet, do you feel it's your dare I say your duty? <laughs> that that um, you get to be the first one to use the toilet. Oh, I'm going to be regardless. Because <laughs> like when I this wow, this is a story like from episode two that I teased that I never got to. Maybe it's time I tell the story about how like um, the I changed a, a, a toilet seat uh, on at, at, at the toilet in my basement. Wait, you're throwing. Hold on, you're gonna throw back to episode two. I it might have been one. I'm not sure, but it's like. It was Holy. really way back there, and I just remember Holy that I never, I never actually told the story about the toilet seat. You know, possibly that could be the reason we, why we don't have a larger following. It's like you kept people with that cliffhanger since the huh. beginning, and you never resolved it, and people didn't yeah, trust you anymore. It's, but it's, it's time, though. I mean, we still haven't had Matt Damon on, but it is time. Just it's, it's, I, After all this buildup, I mean, it's, uh, it might be a little left town, but... I changed the toilet, and there was a, just a couple thoughts. My first thought was, okay, how many times am I going to drop something in the toilet while I'm changing the toilet? I'm going to drop the screws or the nuts or, like, the ratchet or whatever what I was using. I just, I know I'm going <laughs> to drop something in the toilet. What's the over, what do you think the over-under was? Like, like five, you know, if I had to pick a number, like, would it be five? So how many things, 
you think I dropped in the toilet while changing the toilet seat? I think you're so afraid of touching anything inside that toilet, you dropped zero. It was zero, but it wasn't fear. Okay. Um, especially if it's my toilet. If it was a public toilet, I can understand. But my toilet, I mean, I'm constantly rolling around in my crap and my family's crap. So it's like... Just the other... Okay, I don't want to get too much off a tangent, but like having two kids... This the first time it ever happened to me where like she was pooping while I was changing the diaper. Is that oh, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, never. That never had happened to me. Like you open it up, yeah. oh, there's the poop. But I was, I had just opened up the diaper. I'm like, okay, you know, getting ready, putting on. I was like getting ready to put the cream on, or I just applied the cream. I'm like, wait, oh my goodness, what is this? Like, ooh, and like, <laughs> shut, I shut the diaper real quick, and then took a little peek, took a little peek back in, like I was like. Maybe I'm trying to think of some like a horror movie analogy where like you're you're peeking out from behind the curtain to see if the guy with the knife is there and like and it's like seeing poop come out of your daughter's butt. That's that's a. Anyway, you, so back to the. T- you you <laughs> ever have a di- you ever have a diaper so bad that you just say fuck it? There's not enough wipes <laughs> in the world, and you just put the child in the bathtub and turn the water on. Oh, that that's happened like once. That happens like once a month. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. Because we call it, in, in our house, around these parts, we call it a blowout. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what that's, do you? That's our term. What do you call it? Do you have a term? Is it, oh, my God, we no, got a blowout. Blow, blowout's the, the appropriate term, yeah. Yes. But uh, back so back to my toilet story, since I've got a poop theme here. Um, the other thing that occurred to me is that I was very emphatic that I be the one that uses the toilet first because I changed the seat. I thought it was only fair that I had dibs, that I had shotgun, whatever you want to call it, to use that toilet first. So that's kind of where I came from here. Okay. That's it. That was my, that's you know. <laughs> we were waiting since episode two for that. I told you. I told you. I told you that it wasn't wow. much of a story. But, uh, wow. That's it. Now I can, uh, I can go to my grave at peace I won't be I won't be like a spirit haunting the afterlife with some unfinished business. Like by the way, if you've never seen the movie Ghost Town with Ricky Gervais, very good movie. Yes, I have. I've seen it. But uh, there you go. Now I I don't have unfinished business. I told the the stupid uh, changing the toilet seat story. But anyway, so where was I? Um, you're, you were talking about yesterday. You were talking. You're putting about... the final nail in the coffin of this podcast. Well, is what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm putting like the twenty seventh nail. There's already twenty six. <laughs> It's like more like a rivet, is like, you know, like a, Rosie. We got Rosie coming over to put the rivets in the coffin. Rosie the rivet. Down. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so you were t- talking about scrubbing toilets. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about. Uh, oh, you were looking sexy writing on paper, and I was like, "Yes, yes, okay." Well, so I've established I'm a sexy writer, and I, my wife explained to me that it was like because I, I looked intellectual. Oh, so I guess okay. You don't, you don't look as intellectual if you're typing on the keyboard. If you're, but you can you can look like if you're writing a pen and paper, you can look like you're Oscar Wilde in the I don't know. Let's say 1850s. I don't know. Maybe if you sat at a typewriter, you could look like Stephen J. Canal at the end of every show in the 80s. Is it Canal or Candle? Stephen J. Candle. I don't know. I've never actually also, heard his name said. I I believe it. Uh, uh, he just passed away, and yeah, it was, say, a, I think and, it was a couple and, years ago, wasn't it? Uh, I think much it's been more a while. No, no, no. Much more recently than that. Was it? By the way, by the way, I must say, sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Roof. <laughs> uh, anyway, so got all kinds of stuff to get to. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to 
since this is technically what about now? Do you want to talk about a quick uh, what's going on in the news? Do you want to talk about anything? It's been like a month or two since we've been on the air because you know it's winter. It's. <laughs> I I I think I have um. Finally hit like Trump fatigue. It's like Trump fatigue. Nothing, oh yeah, nothing matters. I mean, huh? He's got things that are happening to him that would derail every single president and he has it happen on a weekly basis and nobody cares i mean was that his strategy from from the the, beginning the former owner of this this beauty spa that robert Kraft got busted in has deep ties to the republican party has deep ties to probably chinese intelligence she's in a picture with everybody from flipping donald trump himself to to uh, was it Mitch McConnell? I can't even remember who she's got pictures with, but she is everywhere. And right, right, it's and not so even basically, you see, you see the connection here because basically, I'm guessing they're all hanging out at the Super Bowl, Robert Kraft and this lady they're talking about. And she's like, "Hey, you want a little fun? Come on over to my place." Or right, that's probably what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't, I don't understand how everything just gets by this guy. And I guess it's because everybody's got Trump fatigue. It's just, all right, here's another thing. It's another what thing well, that... What do you, yeah, Trump fatigue. I mean, so just in a quick recap, um, obviously, since we were on last, the Michael Cohen hearings, and that was a that was a doozy. That was, I mean, I was kind of, I was really interested in the outcome of that. And um, he started, like, pulling out copies of checks. <laughs> like, yeah, this is the check that he gave me to pay off the porn star to violate campaign law. Yeah. You, I mean, so here, this is the bottom line. This is the bottom line. As soon as he leaves office, he's going to get indicted. And you know what? It's going to happen at the state level. Even if he pardons himself or he makes Pence king for a day and then gets pardoned, New York State is going after him because he's violated tax laws. He's violated New York State tax – or he's violated New York State laws. I just – I guarantee you he's going to get indicted in the state of New York if, if he – you know, escapes a federal indictment. Did you see uh, Pelosi said today she's not interested in impeachment? I did not see that. Yeah. She had a statement today. She doesn't see how that is a good use of time right now. To bother uh, with uh, yeah, right, exactly. He's, you know, he's not why? worth it, is what she said. Also, it's not going to succeed. Why bother doing it if mm-hmm. we know it's not going to succeed? This is true. This is true. Um... What else in the news? I mean, again, so you do you want to touch on Trump or you want to have like a mostly Trump-free episode and talk about? I want to do mostly Trump. Let's just get a couple of the little quick talking points out of the way. Oh, by the wait, way, wait, before, wait, wait, wait. You just said you want to do mostly Trump or mostly not Trump. I'm, I'm mostly not. I just want to do it not quickly. Trump. Okay. Most. Okay. I just want to do it quick yeah. talking points. But I just wanted to stop before we get into that one thing. Uh, Stephen J. Canal died in 2010, so he's been dead for nine years almost. Uh, and what did I say? It was recent? Yeah, he said it was recent. I said, it's been a while. No, no, it's recent. Well, I no. guess it's a shame that we did not bet now. It's a shame <laughs> that we did not we did not uh, make it uh, a po- point where the uh, disagreement. I, uh, I guess it is a shame. It is a shame. I, I should have I challenged you on that. So yeah. uh, I, I guess I'm a little out of it. I, I've been sick recently, had a stomach okay. virus and all that stuff. So I'm not at full speed yet so uh, really you, so, hmm, you, maybe i could somehow you, use it to my advantage oh well you've already have i think so <laughs> huh. you you got uh, you got out of losing a point or me gaining but point. i i 
I didn't like intentionally. I didn't even know when this when this exchange occurred. I didn't even know that I was using it to my advantage. I just happened, un, you know, um, unknowingly. I unknowingly used it to my advantage. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. It's like intent. Like uh, there was something about the, back to Trump because it it's not just. Um, I can't remember what exactly they're talking about. Which particular of the hundred crimes they were cute yeah. talking about? But like, it's not only that you do, but you know it's against the law, sort of. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. And I did. I didn't know that you had. You're not top speed. So now, now I'm going to use it to my advantage, knowingly. Okay. Knowingly. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm but, giving uh, you the rope a dope, and I'm luring you in. Wow. <laughs> going all cash. You're going all cash as clay in my going ass. All cash as clay, baby. <laughs> Uh, his mama, um, like to, to quote, uh, to quote, uh, coming America, you know, his mama named Cassius, I'm gonna call him Cassius. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you see that they're working on a sequel to that? I did hear that. Yes. Oh uh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little less excited about all the sequels and remakes of stuff. I feel like, uh, you know, I, I think what it is, is part of the problem also is I, I think we've plugged uh, the other podcasts I've been listening to, 80s All Over, um, which is a month-to-month recap of movies of the 80s. It's really gotten me to go back and watch a lot of stuff from the 80s. And not everything in the 80s is good, but what no, most everything, it is... No, I disagree. Everything was just... Don't you remember the 80s, Darren? The streets were paved with gold. There's you know, there was no cats in America, and the 80s were just perfect. <laughs> It was, but at I'm kind of all over. Most, I'm kind of all over the place right now. But for the most part, the '80s movies were at least original. If if they weren't, if they weren't always great. They were at least original for the most part. You know, you got you know you got what, copycat serial or slasher films with uh, come on Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth took off. You had a dozen slasher films a month, especially in the early '80s. Also, a dozen like teen sex comedies right after Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Porky's. But I mean, for the most part, they did original stuff. No, I mean I'm not going to generalize like that because then you sound like an old man. Uh, back in my day, like bottom line is, crap has always been around. Crap will continue to be around. No, uh, but there I, was I'm, there was some well, good stuff. And I'm not saying that the stuff today isn't good. Just because I'm saying that you know we're getting another Marvel superhero movie doesn't mean I don't want to go see it. Doesn't mean I won't like it. It's just that I do kind of wish we would broaden out again and come up with some more original ideas than just... Dude, are you kidding me? We're supposedly in the new golden age of television. So move, take, turn your thinking and your attention away from movies and talk about, think about all the amazing stuff that's going on on the streaming, like the new, the new big, the equivalent of the big three, whatever, the new, the new medium. Media, media, the new media, I, Netflix, Hulu, the amazing stuff uh, going on there. Come honestly, on, honestly, old man, I call old man. Honestly, I agreed with the term "the golden age of television" up until recently, and I read an article that 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 spelled it out very well, and that that I agreed with it. I, I think the Netflix and Hulu's and 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 streaming services are starting to kind of kill the golden age of television. There was a time, yeah, right? there, yeah. There, there was a time Too when, much. when the Sopranos and Breaking Bad and even Game of Thrones and stuff like that, uh, it stayed in the collective consciousness for a while, so you could talk about it, you could digest it. It was a, it was a, a focal point around the water cooler, so to speak, uh, for for weeks or months on end. Now things come out so quickly; they dump the whole series at once. 
you watch it, it's good, you talk about it for a week, and then you move on to the next one. And four weeks from now, you're not even remembering the first series you mm, saw. I don't. I don't think it, the problem is the timing, the fact that it's dumping all at once. I think it's just there's too much. There's just so much. Yeah, there's so many there options so just on Netflix alone. So maybe yeah. that maybe that's why Netflix is canceling some stuff because they're trying to. They're trying. You know, it's like uh, like uh, why Marvel succeeds because they only put out two or three movies a year, and that's why I think why Han Solo failed. Solo is because it came out like a few months right after the the the. the the Last Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I, I think, uh, I think, um, it, yeah, it only came out six months after the Last Jedi. Um, it was a problematic shoot to begin with, um, and it was also fairly, very poorly supported by Disney. I think I even remember huh. commenting before it came out how I didn't think the the push from Disney was there for this movie. It was like they were almost giving up on it before it even huh. started. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm like I'm hearing, I'm hearing some kind of sound in the background. Like normal. Norm, okay, so normally, I, like this sort of thing, we would edit out, but just for the sake of uh, expediency, just, just well, 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 you know, like sort of behind the scenes that we get to, our listeners get to hear a little behind the scenes. But just, just want to interrupt real quick. Is there some kind of sound coming from your side? Jesus Christ, are we doing this again? Are we doing this shit again? We do this every fucking week, dude. I just want a simple yes or no. I what what are you hearing? I don't know what you're hearing. I I don't know. I can't nail it down. It's just like some some sort of thing in the background. Some sort of I don't know. Maybe if it's like a HVAC or something. Anyways, just, just a yes or no. Got, we can move. No, we can move I've on. I've got nothing on. I yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sitting sweating my ass off because I turned the AC off. So your precious you know sound isn't picked up on our on our podcast, and you don't okay. have to All right. Any, try to okay. clean it up. Okay. Okay. Anyways. Whatever. Let's. Hey, what were you saying? You were talking about Solo. What else? They didn't support it. But what else? What else? Wait, they didn't. Su- they didn't support it, and um, it, it. I think that was part of the reason it failed. But I think uh, Marvel fans and Star Wars fans are two different breeds. I think Marvel fans are used to kind of a quick turnaround. You come from the world of comic books. You get a different adventure every week, every month. Uh, it, it is always ending in that cliffhanger. So I think that kind of fan is used to. Here's your two-hour movie. All right, now and we'll wait a couple months. Here's another two-hour two-hour movie. It's all one big story, and we're used to that cliffhanger. Bam, bam, bam. I think Star Wars fans were bred to be very episodic and wait a long time between episodes. We waited three years between episodes, both in the original trilogy and the prequel tr- trilogy. And anyway, wait, wait. Three- this was and we we waited three years in this golden age of. Of movies in the 1980s, you thought that was maybe that was part of it because we had we had to wait so long for between like Empire and Jedi. Uh, no, but I think it's just something we were used to. I I, I don't think it felt. I well, mean, I guess life, when you're a kid, it feels was, like forever. But <laughs> life was simpler back then. No, but I I well, it just took longer to make movies and at least to do them well. But um, what I'm saying is is a Star Wars fan is used to that longer duration. And in that time, they're very much... Star Wars fans are very obsessive about minutia. They like to break down the details of everything. They like to make flipping you know, histories for background characters. This is the, 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 the nerd community that made an action figure for a guy running with a thing that looked like an ice cream maker in Bespin City. They call him Ice Cream Guy, and yeah. you have followers who dress up like him at conventions and running around saying ice cream. 
That is the type of fan that Star Wars fan is. They will dwell in the minutia. They, they love the, the, to savor the little details. And by putting it out there so quickly, I think it kind of robs them of that. And I don't huh. think it gets to be appreciated as well. Wow. Interesting, interesting theory. I, I, I kind of feel like Solo might be a movie that gets appreciated further down the road. Yeah, no. I think my problem with it is that like trying to recast different actors in the same role can be sometimes problematic. Because like it's always to me, it's always going to be Harrison Ford. Suddenly, oh, who's this guy? I I understand, but to, to, did you see the movie or have you even seen it yet? Or I did not. I'm not avoiding it. Just haven't got around to it. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, he didn't try to imitate Harrison Ford, and I and I think that was a good thing. I think Do- Donald Glover did more of a Billy D imitation than Alden Ehrenreich did a Harrison interpretation. But at this point in his life, Han Solo is a different person. And it's very much a movie about some things happened to him in this movie to make him the guy that we see sitting in that cantina in New Hope. He is not that same person at the start of this movie. He changes into that person. Okay. All right. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too much. Because I think we've talked about Solo already. Yeah. So let's just. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Fine. And it's about. We're talking about like the golden age of TV or how movies are crap these days or whatever. But uh, no, I, no, I'm, bring I don't want to say. I don't want to say. Bring us back in. I don't want to say movies are crap. That I think that's too too blanket. Uh, there's plenty of entertaining movies still out there. I just don't think they're wholly original anymore. I think. We go to the easy place too often of familiar properties, uh, and we take less risk. But I, I, I kind of understand why we take less risk, because I do see movies that do kind of take those risks and try to do something that's like a new property, and they don't do that well very often. So it's... All right, then you want to go with a, a sure thing, a surefire multi-hundred million dollar winner, as opposed to something that might tank, like, oh, I don't know, Valerian comes to mind? <laughs> wow, I mean, I want to see that because, like, I'm such a fan of the Fifth Element. Yeah, that did that did very very poorly. But, uh, yes, dude. Sorry, there's there's like a sound in the background. What the fuck is it? What I, you have to describe it because I have no idea what you're hearing. It's like a low, like think about how an HVAC would sound, like a like a fan or something, like a low I don't humming. Have a fan or rumbling. On. I don't have an HVAC. Jesus, I don't have how do you how do you not how do you not hear that? Because it's not there, dude. You were uh, you're fucking losing it, man. I'm, are you saying I'm hallucinating? I, I have no idea what you're doing, but I think you've become so obsessed with background noise over the course of this podcast that you're like obsessed with it now. You you you've made it your your single solitary mission to find something to complain about every episode. I've got I nothing won't. left to give you. <laughs> no, I won't disagree with you, but I still think the sounds there. Uh, okay, I some, some- I don't have anything to turn off so uh, anyway so okay uh well i was pretty excited now you're turning me off uh, well, but God. uh what are we talking about <laughs> leave, leave uh, your sexy writing ass to your wife man <laughs> <laughs> um let me so let me let me change gears here real quick i want to throw in i want to do a, um, a couple segments what do you think you want to open i want to revisit a couple old things i want to just uh, do like a quick couple quick shots. What do you think? Uh, yeah, but we, before we do, we did say we were going to touch on Trump real quick. So let's oh, just, yeah, get, okay. Hurry let's up. just Hurry get it out there. 
Do um, it. Go. The, the Fox News stuff. What the fuck is that about? Roger well, with, Ailes. With the... Not only did Roger Ailes give Trump questions, just like they accused Donna Brazil doing for Hillary Clinton, they did the same thing with Trump, but he buried the Stormy Daniels story. Oh, yeah. Well, where's, where's the shock in that? Yeah. I mean, of course, they, he, he has a conversation nightly with Sean Hannity. They buried the Stormy Daniels story. I mean, come on. It's clear that they're fair and balanced. And they're they're not biased in any way. I mean, that's what my aunt says. I I believe her. Do you think it's right? Do you think it's a good idea for the Democrats to not host the uh, the debates on Fox? Do you think that's the right response? Uh, I really have no opinion. <laughs> um, I mean, I can certainly I certainly see how they're justified in doing so. Um. Because they they have definitely established themselves as just propaganda at this point. Um, I mean, is it because and I and I have argued and I have argued that Fox is news before. Um, I think I am changing my tune on that. I think they've uh, they've uh, lost all integrity as what little they had as far as that goes. Yeah, but at the same time, if they if they show it on CNN or let's say MSNBC, then they're basically an incredibly left leaning channel. Maybe they won't. CNN is not. CNN is a bogus left-leaning channel. CNN is the biggest it's liar just, there is. It's, it's just crap. It's just crap. It's yeah, crap. It's just garbage. It's just ratings and it's just garbage. Yeah, but obviously they MSNBC is left. They constantly hire people in Trump's orbit to be on that sh- on that channel. They're 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 no left-leaning channel. They they are there for just entertainment purposes. I mean, they, they, just having a C-SPAN be just be or NPR would be incredibly boring, and you just get to watch it, and that's it. So should but the question is okay, do the Democrats reward the bad behavior of Fox News by giving them a debate to to televise, or do they look at it as we can't preach to the choir? We actually have so, to go into the lion's den in hopes that maybe we can talk to the Fox viewer. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's the second so, one. Because I, I Bill Maher was making the exact same point. Is that you kind of go into the lion's den? Maybe you'll, even though it's we know what Fox News is. In fact, if they'll show it, maybe they'll reach some viewers they wouldn't normally reach. And somebody might watch and go, "Oh, wow! I didn't know that." I, oh, I don't know. It, you know, can, can I did not know Bill Maher made this point. I have not watched Bill Maher in quite a while. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, God, my train of thought just derailed. Um, can it do any harm? So. By them going on Fox, the debates being shown on Fox News can it actually do any harm, as opposed to not. Like, what do they have to lose? Okay, everybody who watches Fox News, anyways, hates the Democrats. But so, can it do any harm by them going on having the debate on Fox News? The harm it does is it's showing that this channel can act as a pure propaganda piece, including killing news and picking and supporting winners that they want. Without any repercussions or ramifications whatsoever. Look, I don't know. I don't. I think regardless of what they do, like the people that watch, don't give a shit or can't tell the difference anyways. I don't think this one thing's going to make a difference. Like, oh no, look, so we're won't. showing the debate. We're fair and balanced. Okay, the people who watch it either a would, they're going to believe what Fox News tells them. Doesn't matter what happens or what they see. If the debate's there, the debate's not there. Right. They're going to basically believe what they're seeing is fair and balanced, or yeah. not give a shit and just they want to hear what they agree with so yeah. no i don't i don't think it's like a fine line like oh man we, we were they were so close to convincing people no um, i don't think it's a fine those line, open-minded but... people who watch fox news they were they were so close yeah. to changing their mind 
you know what I'm saying? I'm not making the right analogy here, but so um, I don't think it'll there, make a difference. So there's there's really there's really a whole section of our country right now that we just have to cut the losses on and say it. These are the people them. that no matter what we Trump lost does, forever. yeah, he still yeah. has thirty something percent approval rating. Yeah. Sorry, we've lost. Yeah, we've lost them. And it's of that, it's of, those, it's, of it's that approval rating of registered Republicans, it runs in the eighties. So yeah, but it's the sw- people. The people that you convince are the people that are the independents, the swing voters, the people that is like, well, I wasn't sure. I voted for Trump, or I was even Trump, and now I've kind of regretted the decision. Do they watch like, Fox not, News? I, I don't know if they do I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. So. But, yeah. Cut the line. Cut Was it cut bait? The, the fishing? I don't know. I, I don't... That's what gonna, like my, my, my goal, is to make more fishing analogies. So you like cut bait. Yeah. you got to cut bait and run. Yes. Okay. I, so I want to live my life so, like a fisherman. So they so that's what so that's what the Democrats are doing. They're cutting bait. They're just saying, "Fuck." So Fox is that okay? News. I hadn't actually even heard that. So they're basically saying, "Fuck Fox News." Well, yeah, the, um, the, 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 they said that you know how different channels will host a Democratic uh, debate. They're not the Democrats are yeah. the DNC said they're not going to give one to Fox News. Okay. So, and I'm questioning whether that's right or not. And you seem to say that that's probably the right the right. Um, Call. No wait, I said I said that I said, you said to cut bait. That, you said to cut bait. I mean, no, I was talking c- about no, 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 no. I was talking about cutting bait with the thirty something percent, not the people watching the debate. I was talking about yeah, but the, I was talking but, but people watching the debate on Fox News, the majority of them are the thirty something percent. Yeah, but I don't, th- I don't think it's everyone. I don't think I, no. So I, you, I'm, I that's you, what I'm saying. Mixed, I'm really you, curious how much of the percentage of people who watch Fox News would be open-minded enough to possibly be persuaded by a DNC debate. Even if it's a hundred people, that's still hundred people. You can't generalize and say it's going to be a hundred percent. But everybody, if they're open, if they're open-minded enough to watch a, a DNC debate on Fox News and per, be persuaded. Wouldn't they still watch that same debate on CNN or MSNBC or regular NBC? No, because you're 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 not factoring in the laziness factor. Their remote control batteries died on Fox. Oh. <laughs> they never changed. The, or how about all the all the places that just play Fox News? All the yeah, all the retirement homes that just play Fox News. Where was okay. I? Somewhere there was a so, Fox News on. Like, so, oh, give me a break. Uh, so in essence, you're saying don't cut bait. You have to keep the bait in the water. Keep the bait in the water, but I was in cutting bait for the people that support those that thirty-seven percent. Yeah, well, no what yeah, I, I, yeah. My point is, is that about, I don't think yeah. right. Is that they don't? Those people don't make up every single Fox viewer. Maybe maybe ninety-five percent tops. Yeah, not like the vast majority. They make up the vast majority. So wait, did you say the vast majority or the vast majority? Because I'm like, <laughs> I'm all I cut bait on the vast majority. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there you go. Anyways, so. Um, what else? Give you one more. I mean, how much more Trump stuff do you have? Because I mean, that's that was basically. Uh, oh, obviously, we, we, I got one more. One more. One more. I can throw it out. I don't want to. I don't want to dig too deep. But bottom line yeah. is, just because we are right about now, Paul Manafort and his four-year sentence that happened. Oh God. What yeah, else? I'm not worried. You know why? Because he's going to get sentenced in another courtroom. So tell yeah, you what, no, let's, have this con- let's, let's have and, this conversation again after he sentences for the and, number two. And I th- and and here's the thing: is it's like. Is the is the question is was that not long enough or is the question that's more appropriate? But when you compare it to other people around the country who have gotten far worse sentences for far lesser crimes, it seems out of scale. It wasn't like four years to me direct- is still not as a short amount of time. 
But when you compare it to someone who got five years for illegally voting while she was on probation, or the lady not who voted knowing that she, she couldn't thought, vote, exactly, or the lady who voted because so, she had a green card, yeah. When you when you no, compare it, it to that, it, it seems it seems completely out of whack. But maybe the fact is that sentence for Manafort is perfectly in line. It's no. the other sentences that were just way too no. Too harsh. It wasn't because the minimum they you, you understand this whole thing about the the that's sentencing true yeah the, guidelines yeah. yeah the sentencing guidelines are basically like the, the, well, that's what we give to people who do this everywhere mm-hmm. in the country that was but the whole you, point of the guidelines but you know, is to normalize judges, ju- judges don't like to be told what to do especially on a federal level. Uh, sorry, I gotta I gotta pause this Trump discussion because I keep hearing that noise Fuck in the off, background. Dude. I, don't know. I feel like. We should address it. I don't know if we want to pause it, the recording, but I feel like we need to address it because it's causing some... Gr- it's giving me grief. It's giving me heartburn. I have fucking heartburn over it. There is nothing going on. You sure? Are you sure that there's not, like, some noise seeping? It could Dude, be, like... I have everything off. The pipes. The I'm pipes about ready like- to turn shit on because I'm sweating my ass yeah. off and you're still complaining, so I'm about ready to Look. give you something to complain about. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out, okay? What I think needs to happen is they're obviously not now, but like before we have the next podcast, or at least put in motion some plan to try to suppress wherever this noise is coming. I know what you're gonna do if you're gonna put some insulation, some sort of some sort of yeah, like some sort of like foam insulation, some sort of wall that you can put up to somehow mask out the noise. Maybe it's coming from the seriously suggesting I soundproof my room. Put up yeah, like soundproof maybe it's, walling in my room. Yeah, because haven't you ever considered that maybe it's coming from like your like the neighbor's house or the neighborhood, not inside the house. It's your neighborhood. Do you know how that, costly that would be, just to satisfy your obsession with this? You're not. You're not thinking big picture. You're not thinking long term. You're not thinking about if we want to grow the show. If we want this to be a successful show. There has to be some investment in us. I understand, and I do care about this show, and I want this show to be successful. But there's still a point uh, where it's just unrealistic what you're asking. And that's why just it, ludicrous. Why is that ludicrous? Why is it unrealistic? What is the big deal about a soundproofing wall? Why is it ludicrous? They're very, very, very expensive. Yeah, but do you know anything about recording studios? Like your standard recording studio has soundproofing. That's, that's yes, what professionals do. For, yes, but we're not professionals. Professionals never, get paid. We're never going to be professionals with that kind of attitude. <laughs> I am not putting up soundproofing. I'm not putting up a wall. Look, I, you know, I didn't want to have to do this, but I think an ultimatum is in order, basically. Oh, really? Yeah, oh yeah. Basically, if there's no wall... If you're not going to put up a wall, then I think we're going to have to shut down the show. We're going to shut down the show, and we're not going to resume the show until you at least give me the commitment. You meet me halfway. You give me a word, a promise that you're going to commence the wall, that you're going to do some research. You know, you just give me a taste, a little compromise, something about agreement. You know, a gentleman's agreement that you're going to look into it. What do you think? How about no? Really, you're not even going to consider now, it. Now, now you've gotten onto my bad side on this. Oh, no. your bad side. Yes, yes. I've, I've, I've listened to you complain incessantly about this since the start of this podcast, and now it's done, sir. You will not ever, in any way, 
get any type of wall built for you. Okay, so I see what's going on. So basically, um, I'm going to give you a deadline. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to think about it, think carefully, and reconsider, reconsider your option because. In 30 seconds, if you don't tell me, you're going to give me a gentleman's agreement to get the ball rolling, a little research, maybe a commitment to some sort of soundproofing wall, then we're shutting the show down. You have 30 seconds. 29, theme the- 28, 29, 30. No. Wait a minute, that was a quick 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's what your wife says, too. Oh. Uh, 30 seconds, yeah, it's a dream. <laughs> but, uh... So, if that's the way you want to play it, then I am officially shutting down the What About Now podcast. That's it. We're not going to continue. You know what? I'm going to leave the recording on, but we're not going to continue to talk about anything. No more segments. No more topics. No more haha. No more pod posts. No more stories. No more lightning round. Nothing. You get nothing, sir. Good day. Until... Good. That, you know what? It does give me an opportunity to expand my base for Team Darren because I want everybody in our listening audience to realize who shut this podcast down. Oh, I who take full responsibility. Who was being unreasonable and asking and demanding unreasonable things and made sure that you, our listening audience, didn't get the podcast they so dearly love. Which I team was that? Was that Team Darren or was that Team Ted? It was Team Ted. <laughs> I just called it. Team Ted, shut this podcast down. You're right, and it's I. I own this. I own this shutdown because good. good. I I do the post production, so I'm a, I'm responsible for the quality, the sound quality of our show. Good, good, okay. You know, that's yeah, yeah. that's my job. That's my responsibility, and I need to put my foot down. I need to take a stand. Something needs to be done about this. Well. You can come back and talk reasonably and politely, or you can shut it down, but you're not getting a soundproof wall. Okay, so you will talk to me. You will negotiate with me. So, like, sure. maybe not maybe not a soundproof wall, but, like, something else. What, what else? Anything else, maybe? What about, like, um, like, some foam padding? Maybe, like, you could line the walls with, like, some inch-thick, um, like, like, mattress foam... Something like that. Something that's not quite as expensive as like full professional soundproofing. That thoughts? is still a very expensive and ugly undertaking. Um, and it would not be in any way, shape, or form effective. So I'm going to say no to that. <sighs> okay, so what about like... So I've seen, I've seen some sort of... Some recording artists if they want to like whip up a quick recording studio... I've seen it. I've seen. I've seen Guster do it, where they just went out. They went out to Walmart and they bought a mattress. They just put a mattress up because soft things like that absorb sounds. They basically provide, you could say, a poor man's soundproofing like that, or even blankets. You can even put blankets up. Something that's simple. You might even have blankets sitting around. You might even have an old mattress sitting around. What about doing something like that to do a little bit of soundproofing? Mm, no. Again, ineffective, um, too costly, too involved in draping blankets and mattresses all around my room. Uh, you re- realize I still have to live here even when the podcast is off. So the answer why is, is it, no. That's, why that's is it no. too costly if you're using a blanket that you already have? You know, you're telling me you don't have like a spare bedroom with a mattress on it. No, I do not. 
You don't. Not big enough you for what you want. Not big enough for what you, you want. Oh, you can't go to like a yard sale or, you know. I am not Craigslist. going to get some nasty old mattress from a yard sale and bring a dirty mattress and put you it against don't. my wall. You don't have to sleep on it. Just put it against I the wall. It's soundproofing. No. no. It, There's nothing. You, you right. won't meet me. I'm not, you won't meet me even a tenth of the way. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely no compromise. Okay. This is what I'm going to offer you. I'm going to take an unsoiled handkerchief and drape it over the recorder, thereby muffling outside sound. That's going to muffle your voice, which is, in this, considering... I will speak current, louder. Considering our current state, it's, maybe it's not such a bad thing that you're muffled, but I that's going to do louder. squat. That's not going to do jack shit to put a, 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 a handkerchief over the microphone. I will put a handkerchief over the microphone... And I will give you a expired bag of Brookside chocolate covered blueberries. Well, I will I will take the Brookside, but that has that's neither here nor there compared to our little our little um, disagreement we're having. Um, that is our that is our final offer. Look, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna take the Brookside. Wait, what flavor by the way? Is it mangosteen? No, it's blueberry, and it's expired. Yeah. Look, I will take it as a peace gesture, but. Um, that's not going to solve a problem, but you're just thinking about it. It's really, it's really hurting our audience because they, they can't really get through their day, their lives, dare I say, without listening to us, getting some laughs, five or six laughs, a little bit of enjoyment in their otherwise miserable lives. So I've thought about it and I've decided that we're going to end the show shut down and we're going to continue. I didn't get what I want, but you know, there's... There's other ways to get what I want. That maybe, maybe I'll, I'll clue you in on pretty soon. What do you think? What do you think about that, huh? I say you can try whatever you desire, but you're not getting your soundproof wall. Okay, I'm not gonna get my soundproof wall. That's fine. Let's let's go ahead. Let's move on. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about things. But in the meantime, I want to since the show has officially resumed. We can after, move on. Was it? It was now? like. We can go back was to our it, regular uh, scheduled programming. Was it uh, was it about a five ten minute shutdown? How how long was the shutdown? Was this? I believe I believe this was the longest shutdown in show history. It was, and it was completely and totally unnecessary, and your fault. And uh, I do own it, yeah. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe uh, you know there are other ways. There are other ways to get a wall. In the meantime, um, quick segment. Let's let's dig up a couple segments. Uh, <laughs> I want to revisit. I want to revisit something we talked about a couple podcasts ago. Do you remember we talked about how the Chinese don't give a, give a fuck? It was Asian domination. Oh, yeah, and yeah. how the Chinese scientists uh, used CRISPR to genetically modify twins to make them HIV-resistant. Do you remember that? And then the the, the woman, like, the, you know, this was like artificial insemination and in vitro, for whatever. Basically, the, the kids were born. The, the twin girls were born. You right. remember that little story, right? Yeah, I sure do. So there's there's a little postscript to it that I need to mention. So it turns out that the genetic modification that they made, that the, that the guy made, also had an interesting side effect of in, of potentially increasing their intelligence. I heard that. You heard about that? So basically, yes. he accidentally created started a race of, of, of superhumans. Yeah, yeah. He sure did. He sure um, did. 
so if if we weren't in trouble by Asian domination before, then yeah, we really need to look at now. I just want to say that Kanunian Singh was supposed to be from India, which is Asia. It's funny, but like I thought about that exact same thing. It was basically like creating con. I literally had the exact same thought like when I saw the story. <laughs> that we're we starting the share. eugenics war? <laughs> yeah, the eugenics war. Mm. Anyway, so Asian domination, what else? Um, that was our Asian domination topic. Uh, maybe I'll edit out this long. Uh, I want to do one, <laughs> switch gears. I want to introduce a new topic. I want to introduce a new topic. Okay. Um, I talked. I talked to a friend, and he recommended that in order to gain viewers, viewers. Wow. So listeners. Might, yes. Let's say listeners. We're not quite putting our our podcast live streaming on YouTube yet. And our listeners. Audience. What we're going to do is that you always have to be spur of the moment. So even though even though we are, there's a lag. I'll probably. I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a tweet tonight, highlighting what we talked about. And the way to get people's attention is by. Imagine the drum roll is that we talk about a trending topic. So this is the trending topic segment. What I'm going to do is I'm on Yahoo, and that that's a sign that I'm old. But I'm looking at Yahoo, and it says trending now. There's ten things listed that are trending now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read those ten, and then we are going to agree upon a trending topic and talk about it for two minutes. And then when I'm done, I mean I suppose I should live tweet, but I can't multitask. So when I'm done, I'm going to tweet that we talked about one of these trending topics in an effort to gain. Well, wait a sec. You want to? You want to? You want to? Pick a trending topic and then tweet it, correct? No. I'm going to pick a trending topic, we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to tweet that we just that our next show includes this trending topic. So that somebody who's on Twitter right now will be like, oh, look, they just talked about this trending topic. Oh, okay. But uh, it, the, their Twitter has trending topics as well. Wouldn't it be better to look at the trending, trending topics on Twitter? Since that would be a great gonna... idea. How do, you fi- how do you find those? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you open up your Twitter app, uh, the, a browser, but yes, okay. Okay, you, oh, you open up Twitter. You have on mm-hmm. my at least on the app or on the browser. You should have a little home button on the on the far left. Yeah, right, I'm right all, next yes. to that, it would be the search or the or the magnifying glass, and that will show you yeah. trending topics. Now, just it, type trending topics. No, just push the magnifying glass, and it should pop up automatically. The magnifying glass next to the search box. No, I, well, see, I have I have an app. I don't have yeah, the, a browser. It. Okay, so well, I'm... here, why don't you use it and you just list okay. off the trending topics? Well, okay, well, I'm not, I don't have. Well, we have different categories. Now, the first first one is for me, and it's going to be based on my search history and who I. I don't know. I saw those. I yeah. saw those. I don't want yeah. what's trending for but us. But we have trending. We have we have news. We have sports. We have fun, and we have entertainment. Those are the four categories. Yeah. So, so here's the news. Here's the news. Uh, drumming legend uh-huh. Hal Blaine dies at age 90. Uh-huh. People rallied to fire Tucker Carlson over past remarks on women and child abuse. That's always good. Uh-huh. Che- Chef Boyardee recalls nearly 3,000 pounds of food due to mislabeling. That's pretty specific for you. You like those weird foods, so hey. Um, average Americans can't... Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I just want to throw in a quick statement here, which is... They recalled all the Chef Boyardee for mislabeling. Was it mislabeled as edible? <laughs> there might be okay. our tweet. Uh, uh, a- a- average Americans can't afford to buy green products. It was marked safe for human consumption. Continue. Okay. Apple may unveil its streaming service on March 25th, report says. Your questions about the Boeing 737 Max answered. 
Police treat huge explosion in Stockholm as traffic accident. Okay, I got one. You can stop right there. I want to talk because I have a little. I have a little jokey joke that I wrote. So maybe our talking about the trending topic can be the seven. What's it? Seven forty-seven max. What 737 is it? Seven thirty-seven max. The Boeing. 737. The seven thirty max. Can we? Can we? Can we do that? So because I have like a joke that I want to talk. Go about. Go for it. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, this is our trending topic segment. What about now? Trending topic segment. Currently trending is because we're in the news right now is the second crash in the what six months of the 737 max and people are starting to wonder is there something fundamentally wrong with that now this is my theory i saw a story this evening about a guy who was supposed to be on the flight and who missed the flight and then the plane crashed everybody died he survived and of course he's shaken up because what it was is like he was like an inch away from boarding like like he got there but they refused to let him on because he was too late but he, he said he could even see some people still getting on, but they refused to let him board. He was he said he was yelling at them, and they refused to let him get on, and he did not get on. And it turns out that was the best goddamn thing that happened yeah. to him in his entire life. So, you know, like, birth, didn't die in that plane crash. Yeah. So, got me thinking about these, because that's... You hear about this a lot. It seems like every time there's one of these plane crashes, invariably, every time or every other time, you eventually hear these stories about the person who was supposed to be on the flight, maybe not like maybe not standing so close to it, but maybe they oh they were an hour late, or they were supposed to be on that flight, but uh, they didn't get on for whatever reason. But generally, you tend to hear these stories every time there's a bad plane crash. Here's my question: trendy topic, uh, seven thirty-seven max, Boeing to seven thirty-seven max. My question is: How come you never hear about when somebody? missed the previous flight and they rescheduled them to the flight the flight that crashed so it's the reverse how can we never hear about the reverse and don't say because they died because they most people have family or friends but i want to hear the story the macabre story about the person who missed the previous flight and then was ended up on the flight that crashed what are your thoughts about that uh wow uh (laughs) (laughs) thoughts Uh, my thoughts are, I don't know if making our trending topic for our comedy <laughs> show so about <coughs> a horrific airline crash that killed like 157 people is the smartest move for us. Okay. Again, this disclaimer, my condolences go out to the victims. It's a tragedy. But if you're going to tell me about the guy who almost flew on the plane and didn't die... Can you at least have a little... Can we at least make a horror movie franchise based on that premise from the first movie, at least? Are you talking about that uh, Final Destination? Is that, uh, They already have that? What? Yeah, Final Destination, the first one, they're supposed to board a, a flight to Paris, and the class, he has a premonition that it's going to crash, so him and his classmates get off the, the plane, the plane crashes, of well, this, course. Well, this is the opposite, but this is the opposite. I'm saying I want to hear about the person who misses their previous one and is rescheduled onto this flight. But I don't know if anyone's there to tell that story because the person that knows that story has died in the plane crash. I'm, I'm going to guess that there's a family member. Most people have family members, a mother, even if, you know, bachelors have mothers or a sibling. Uh, okay, anyways, that was my thought. How can we never hear that one? Um, because the people who are who do know the story are so tragically affected by the loss of their lo- loved one they don't stop and say, oh, that's kind of weird, too. <laughs> they don't yeah, take that moment. 
Because <laughs> she, you know what? She she missed her. She was supposed to be in the previous flight, and she was like just screwing around. You know, Cheryl, she's always late to everything. She's like screwing around. She missed her last flight, and they got her on board. That Cheryl, she'd be late to her own funeral. I guess not. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Who just made the joke there? <laughs> okay, there we go. So I think I think this was our inaugural um, trending topic segment. It went just fantastic. Okay. Uh, sure. Let's punch that up and put that on Twitter. Let's okay. do that. Should I, should I tweet right now? Go for it. All right. Okay, so if it takes a while, I'll just edit out the pauses. Okay. okay. Oh, I, 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 I didn't want to. I didn't want to talk about something sad. Uh, this I don't think we should tweet about it because I don't find much humor in this. But did you see that actor Jan Michael Vincent died in February? I did. Oh, not in February. I saw that he he died recently. No, but hang on, hang on. Like, hang on. Hang on. Hang tweeting? on. You're tweeting. I'm tweeting right now. Uh, I got this, help, this me, is, help me. Help me record it. Okay. This totally. is thrall, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Ted from What About Now. Tweet live on the air. Yeah, I'm putting my tweet live on the air. Live on the air. It won't be live for you because you will hear this recorded. But he's doing yeah, but, it okay. while he's while we are recording live. Recording episode twenty seven, exclamation, and should and, I just say hashtag hashtag? And, what was it? Seven thirty seven. What was the hashtag? Uh, let me see. I don't even know if they had. A hashtag. I gotta look. I want to get the hashtag. Was it seven thirty seven max? Uh, let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, up. hashtag Sim thirty seven max. Do it ha- live on live on the air. Recording episode twenty seven. Do it. Now, do now it remember when you send it, you have to say out loud and send because that's what they always do on the. And discussing, I'll say discussing. Discussing hashtag seven thirty seven max. In our trending. Topic segment exclamation and send. <laughs> there you go. Wow, that was exciting. Wow, I I, I was on the edge of my seat. <laughs> oh, this is, this is so much fun. Wow, this interweb, this series of tubes is fun. Okay, there you go. Lit, wait, wait, where's it? Live on the air. Recording Live episode twenty-seven. Discussing hashtag Simpsons Seven Max in our trending topic <laughs> segment. Woo. Boom! Oh my God, that was fun. You can do the next one. Okay. Anyway, so we got we got our trending topic segment. We got our Asian domination. What? What you were just? Are you talking about uh, memoriam? You're gonna do in memoriam? Oh uh, yeah. No, I I just wanted to to touch on Jan Michael Vincent because yeah, a lot of people heard he died, but here's the thing: it was the report that he died came out at the end of last week. He died in early February. What, he died of cancer or what? No, heart no, attack. He a heart, a attack. heart attack. But he was dead for about a month before it was even reported. And that's, yeah, that sounds like Sandra, remember Sandra Locke. Yeah. Sandra Locke was dead for a month before yeah. they realized. No, but it. I, but I don't. It's not that he wasn't found for like a month. It's just that nobody reported. And that's like incredibly sad. And and he wasn't a gr- the greatest actor. In fact, he was pretty notoriously uh, hard to and, work like a, with. And an addict. And, and an addict. And, a, and a drunkard. Addict. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, let me let me let me put a different perspective on it. If let's say me and you were hanging out and a an anvil fell from the sky and landed on us and died, and then a month later, it made the news that we died, I would be so pleased that we even that even anybody heard about us. So you know, it's it's all about perspective. Yes, but neither of us had 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 a major television show on in the early '80s. Neither of us co-starred with Charles Bronson in a pretty big Charles Bronson movie. Oh, but I've I've watched all those. 
Not the mechanic. That, no. Yeah, the mechanic. A- Airwolf. Yeah. Yeah. So what else? What else? Airwolf. Uh... Oh God, he did a lot of cheap stuff in the. I loved. Scene. I loved him in uh, Starsky and Hutch. That wasn't him. That was uh, Paul Michael Glazer and David Soul. Oh, okay. Oh, Jan Michael Vincent, Paul Michael Glazer. I get those three yes, three named actors from the seventies confused. Of course. <laughs> but uh, I just think it's kind of sad that someone is, you know, pretty high up there and as far as name recognition at one point in history and pretty much dies anonymously. It's like, yeah, but he did it himself. Yeah, yeah, I know. You. He's like uh, basically, you know, destroying your career with drugs or bad behavior. Yeah. Um, how much sympathy? Okay, let's see. Let's talk about it. what. Is, what's the biggest thing? I'm looking at his his filmography. Let's see. What jumps out as big things? Obviously, the mechanic things I've actually seen. Um, Hard Country not, was kind of big at the time. Never it saw came out. Never saw it. I never saw it either, but it came out during that whole time of like farmer movies and stuff like that, and it was one of the ones that was, uh, uh, I guess, a little popular at the time. Huh. I'm just not really seeing anything here. Born in East L.A. What? What? Yeah. what he, he was like a, a bit part, right? Yeah, I think so. He was the... He was in Hooper with uh, Burt Reynolds. No. No. Sorry. No. When most of your entries on Wikipedia don't have links to the movie themselves. Yeah, he... Nobody, he bo- nobody bothered to write. <laughs> By the end of his career, he was doing a lot of really shitty movies. Nobody so. bothered to write a Wikipedia page for Hidden Obsession or Midnight Witness. Apparently... TV, let me look at TV. I found out in 1990 that J. Michael Vincent was in Extro 2, the second encounter. I didn't even know they made Extro 2. I am not seeing a lot of stuff on here. A lot of, uh, like, guest spots. Airwolf. Nope. That's it. I can't say I've seen any of this except for Mechanic and Airwolf. Yeah, me too. Yeah, alright. Well, he's in... He's made it to our in memoriam. What else? Anybody else? Uh, I don't recall anybody else passing. Do you? Uh, no, no, not big names in the past month or so. Uh, just well, I can only think of really one thing that's died in the past month. That would be, uh, democracy in the United States. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, that's it. So, and speaking of oh, uh, oh, no, we missed the, a big one. We missed a big one. Luke Perry. Uh-oh. Luke Perry oh, passed right. away. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Ha- that's true. That just happened. Yeah, that... You're that, right, and apparently everything I've read has indicated that he was a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a stroke at age 52. That's pretty awful. It is. It is very awful. Yeah. And... Did you ever watch 90210? Uh, no, I didn't. That was... That was not my my thing. But Neither I know a lot I. of people that, that did, so... So, can you name one thing that you've watched that had Luke Perry in it? Uh, the Fifth Element. That's right. Yeah. Very yeah. Right. There you go. He, he. I think he did a stint on Oz. I used. I, I used to watch Oz. I didn't watch. I didn't watch Oz, but. I think he did. Uh, I think he did. I recall him doing some movie, some HBO movie, with uh, Ashley Judd. And that was an Ashley Judd's prime, and she was smoking hot, and that got my attention. 
Oh, really? I, if I'm recalling correctly, if I'm right, I'm gonna post a little link on Facebook. But so what else? So that's it. Anybody else for? Oh the no, old, we got uh, a couple. We got a couple more. I had to ooh. look it up, but uh, Peter Tork. Peter Tork from the Monkees. He passed away. That's right. That is uh, right. There's two um, monkeys. Two monkeys standing. Yep. Yep. Catherine Hellman from Who's the Boss and Soap. She passed away. Well, I didn't even hear about that. I didn't even hear about oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. You didn't hear about that? Yeah, she passed away. No. Wow. She was in uh, Brazil as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, the lead wow, singer Catherine of the Hellman. Yeah. Yeah. The the lead singer of of Prodigy. Uh, yeah. I don't care. Key, yeah. Uh, smack my bitch up. Whatever. Um, don't care. Hollywood director um, Stanley Donnan passed away. He directed... Uh, no idea. Uh, Singing in the Rain, Funny Face, Charade. Uh, the yep. original Bedazzled with uh, with uh, Dudley Moore. Oh, wow. So, huh. he, he, yeah. Um, so, is that it? Okay, so... Uh, uh, here's what I, here's what I just learned of. Uh, do you ever watch Cheaters? No. That show Cheaters? It's a terrible show. It's really awful. It's, no. But it's, 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 it's fun. I do know an interesting fact about it. That there was one episode they didn't air... Because during the confrontation, the guy stabbed the host. Oh, they did air that one. It's great. It's awesome. Oh, they did air it. Wow. Yeah, they, so what they, happened? Did the host die? No, he he did. He's fine. So. No, what well, the why the why are you mentioning? Uh, because the uh, other uh, the the host that took place uh, took his place after he left the show, Clark James Gable, who's actually the grandson of Clark Gable. Apparently, he died at age thirty. He was found dead on February twenty second. I did not know he was dead. Did we talk about Albert Finney passing away? Did we? Did he pass away since I the last? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Okay, Albert Finney. That's a big one. Yeah. Um. I couldn't name more than like two movies he's been in. That. Uh. uh I know, he I was. You... He was really good in Aaron Brockovich. I don't know if you ever saw that or not. Never uh, saw it. I can uh, say Annie and Big Fish. What am I missing? Uh. He was in Miller's Crossing. He was in Traffic. Nope. No. Uh, Under the volcano. Uh, what what under uh, the volcano? I've never yeah, heard of that. That's from the early '80s. Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. He, yeah. He okay, so away. in other words, the guy from Annie and Big Fish did. Yeah. Uh, Swiss actor Bruno Gans passed away. He was in uh, Vim Vendor's Wings of Desire, which got remade into City of Angels with Nick Cage, but Wings of Desire is much better. Uh, he's also the actor yeah. that played Hitler in that viral video that keeps making its way where um, Hitler has yeah. a breakdown. Yeah. I heard well, I heard about this, but yeah, no. He I had I read about this. I had no idea who it yeah, was then or yeah. now. Anyways, I think okay, are we done? You're digging you're kinda of digging. You're digging the bottom of the movie. Nope, we got last Anybody? one. We got last one. Actor Dick Miller. And you've Dick gotta Miller? know Dick Miller died at the age of ninety. Richard best, Miller. Best known for movies like Gremlins the neighbor. There's oh, a real yeah. life gremlin. Futter- yep, Mr. Futterman. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I saw that. Mr. The Futterman. Burbs, I, I the Burbs. The Howling. Yeah, he worked with yes. Joe Dante a lot. So, okay, I did. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. So, for the to save people some time, Luke Perry and Jan Michael Vincent. I don't know. I I would vote Dick Miller because I really like Dick Miller. So, you said. Like- well, you said another one. You said one more that was really big. Oh, I guess Albert Finney. I don't know. Yeah, Albert Finney was big. He was Oscar nominee, so he would be big. Okay. All right, so we're going to close out the old In Memoriam um, giant folding book. They <laughs> figure when somebody oh, dies, Peter, you write their Peter, name. Peter Tork, too. So. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who, who do you think is bigger, Peter Tork or Albert Finney? Mm. Tork or Finney. You, hey, let's play a game called Tork let's or Finney. Let's put it this way. 
I think as an individual, more people have heard of Albert Finney, but I think more people are familiar with the monkeys. Does that make sense? Yeah, because maybe they don't can't name the monkeys, but like, oh, the monkeys. If you compare yeah. like the monkeys to Albert Finney, exactly. Monkey, so you're saying, so you're saying mon- monkeys, the monkeys, Trump Finney, but but Finney, but Finney Trump, Trump's but Finney Trump's torque. Let me do that again, because without you fucking interrupting me. Monkeys Trump Finney, but Finney Trump's torque. Can that be your title? That's a really long and clunky title. <laughs> Monkeys Trump Finney, but Finney Trump's torque. Wow, that's just, it's just beautiful, though. Why don't you just call it Finney Trump's torque? I think that's better. Finney Trump. I could do Finney, Finney Trump's torque. Yeah, there you go. Finney Trump's torque. I thought, though, I struck that word from our vocabulary, the verb of trumping. I thought we agreed to not use it for the next two years. Uh, we're not going to let him okay. take words from us. He's taking so much, he's not taking away the English language. Fuck that guy. What other words has he taken? He's taken the word dignity. He's taken <laughs> class. He's taken competence. <laughs> Com- competency. I don't know. Yeah, basically the entire executive branch took that. You know, Trying to take the Constitution. Um, but but he has inspired me because, because, my friend, because half of the What About Now show, I've been doing some thinking. I told you I was going to be doing some thinking. And I've done some thinking. And I've decided that if I can't get my soundproofing wall by us coming to an agreement, me shutting down the show, then I'm afraid that I have no other choice. I mean, I don't have to do it, but I've decided I am going to do it. I am declaring, according to my powers in the official constitution of the What About Now, we have, have that's right, remember all that... No, no, don't you remember that, all the paperwork? I just, remember when I just said sign here and you sign here? No. Nope. That was our, the official... Con- <laughs> You remember when I got you really drunk and then I said sign here? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Accor- no, you don't because you were blacked out. Yeah. But according to the, Uni- the, the, the Constitution of the United States of What About Now, I am using my power of the ev- executive branch to declare a What About Now national emergency. And I am now going to use that national emergency to build a soundproofing wall. And this is what I'm going to do. I am going to reallocate the money that you use to pay your mortgage and I'm going to use that to pay for the wall and just try and stop me. Well, luckily, because of our What About Now Constitution, as co-host of the podcast, I am a co-equal branch of the podcast. So therefore, I say you cannot go ahead and declare a national emergency and seize my mortgage money. And we are going to vote to stop you. And I vote no. Hmm. Except that uh, since there's only two of us, if I vote against you, then it's a tie. And you don't, you're, you're, oh, no, 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 shelved. no, you're forgetting something. We can send a vote to the viewers. And we don't even have nine of those, or not viewers, but listeners. And we don't even have <laughs> nine of those. We've both used now, viewers actually... tonight. <laughs> I thought you were just making fun of me. No, been funny I fucked up too. So. Of, you, <laughs> and well, okay. I mean, so okay. So you want to propose to the listeners that they get to vote? So, but it takes out of all six of our of our listeners, it will take. Uh, a, was it a three quarters? You need four. You need four to override the veto. Let's say for the stupid fucking bit. So no, you need well, four no, listeners. We, we, it's not to override the veto. It's just to say if what you're doing is even constitutional. Okay. Okay. So I think you're thinking more to do what you're doing. Okay. So, so what you're actually saying is that you want them to be the judge. 
you want them to judge. You're you're gonna challenge me in the court of viewer uh, of listener opinion. You're gonna challenge me in the court of listener opinion. I, what I'm saying, my, my argument is this. This is what episode number twenty-seven. What I'm saying is that how can how can it proposing... be an emergency after twenty-seven episodes? Is what I'm saying. You're declaring an emergency to build my soundproof wall with my money. Well, ha- no. According to the Constitution, I decide what the emergency is. And what you're proposing is that you want our listeners to be the judicial branch of exactly. the What About Now show and exactly. decide whether or not I can declare... So, well, I'm sure the messages are going to come flooding in. And uh, we're waiting. let us know whether or not I can legally declare a national emergency and seize your money to build a wall in your house for the soundproofing. And I think, while that is going on, I might move to impeach you. Mmm, I like peach-flavored stuff, like peach mangosteen. <laughs> Fine, I will give you a bag of peach mangosteen. <laughs> why is it? Why is it peach? Why is it not in some other delicious food? Why do they choose peach to be associated with bringing up charges against the uh, like the executive branch, impeaching him, impairing him? Oh, that would work, right? Ooh, impairing about, him. What about something like? Kind of nasty. We're, we're gonna imprune him or something like that. <laughs> hey, what, what do you first do? When, all, hey, what do you what do you do when you have a big old turd that won't get out? You imprune it. Don't don't you be bad mouthing prunes. They are my friend. I visit I uh, I visit um, the prune aisle like very frequently. I'm thing. sure you do, and I I I I, wow. I plan to imprune you, sir. I will improve you. <laughs> You're gonna improve me. Oof. Also, get with the program, old man. They're called dried plums now. Oh, I don't fall for that new marketing ploy. Yeah, dry plums. No, we're not prunes. Prunes are what your grandma eats. These are dried, dried plums, plums, you millennials. You adorable millennials, have some dried plums. Well, can I get the same result by eating dried grape bran or something like that? Like. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyways, so we want to do a little housekeeping real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead and do a little bit of housekeeping. So I just wanted to mention, this, this is exciting. I'm going to unveil some news that you are not aware of, but we are on a new podcast aggregator. Really? I didn't even know there was we any are. left to be on. I found one, and it is called Radio Public, and all I had to do was sign up for the account and submit it. So we are officially on Radio Public. Wow, well, welcome Radio Public listeners. We yes, are, now we're happy to be part of the Radio Public family. You're probably wondering why that on our pinned tweet on Twitter we do not mention amongst all the other places that we are, like for example, Google, you know, Play Music and iTunes and Stitcher and Podbean and TuneIn and Dropout and Timothy Leary and <laughs> did I miss anything? I'm sure you you probably did. Why, in fact, I don't reflect that additional radio public on Twitter and the answer is simple I'm lazy because I would have to <laughs> retweet remove the, the un- re- twin, retweet, the retweet yes repin it delete yep. the pin one because Twitter doesn't let it let you edit tweets or they, <laughs> uh, they were talking about maybe doing that I don't know they never will anyway so because the thing that's preventing us from getting all the listeners is, is radio public right okay anyway, so we're on yeah. radio public also you want to do the uh, you want to do the, uh, the the crap ba- the crap cash the listener prime sort of thing right now oh yeah yeah okay so what are we gonna throw into the crap cash is we well let's do the phrase that pays first um, 
Fraser Payne. Just a review, 10 second review. If you email us at Darren at, and Ted at, at gmail.com. gmail.com, yes. At D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail.com. Or you send us a little personal message on Facebook or Twitter. Or yeah. what's our latest absurd? Uh, if you actually get out a pen and paper and you write something and you send it to. Did we, we probably have used actual letter. We will we will accept interpretive dance. Interpretive dance? Yes. If they huh. send us a message via interpretive dance, we will accept that. But how would they actually do it? They have to show up to our to our house and do interpretive dance or like do a video? Probably the person that's putting the knife in your front door will do it for you, so So like a twofer, okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A death threat and an interpretive dance. What what could possibly go wrong? Well, yeah. That's like a chocolate and peanut butter right there. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can reach us at Facebook and Twitter at WhatAboutNowPod. Um, leave at us a what message. WhatAboutNowPod. Yes, that's what I said. Okay. Uh, leave us a You know why? There. It's what you said, but what you actually heard was the echo because all your goddamn horrible, noisy, non-soundproof studio. That It was echo that you heard bouncing off the concrete walls. You're about ready to get your blueberries and mangoes taken away, buddy. Keep it up. <laughs> Keep it up. Now, is that is that a euphemism? Like, I'm about ready to remove your blueberries? Well, that was done to you a few months ago, so... <laughs> oh, let me... Okay. Let me, let me clarify. I still... I still have the blueberries. They just, just, got, like, they, they they just, just got snipped from the vine. <laughs> the juice, yes. Okay, I will accept that you got removed from the vine. Yeah, we snipped the vine. We, tr- we pruned... Oh, we pruned, we pruned the vine. Yeah. Yeah. So that anyway. That, so what's what's the phrase that pays? The phrase that pays is imprune Ted, M I M P R U N E Ted. That is our phrase that pays. Imprune Ted, and what do they win? Ah, uh, that's a good question. A bag of dry foam, plums. Foam. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say foam soundproofing, but <laughs> one of those little uh, um, little uh, what do you they call those? I mean, what? What do they call those? Like little eggshell paddings that you put on your mattress or something roll that up and throw it in if you want to do that or you could send them a package of prunes that's fine Either yeah, yeah. Do you, do you I, I mean we are so children. this this box is so full <laughs> of crap right now you're, you're gonna need the bag of dried plums to get all the crap out of the box so agreed agreed so agreed yes there you go imprune ted is your phrase that pays ted. darren and ted at gmail.com in case in case uh a listener does not understand that we, though we accept the emails and the and the tweets and the direct messages, you can only be our listener prime if we if we don't know you in real life. So we that was the whole point is that we want like an average person that can be or an exceptional or otherwise person, but we want somebody that we've never met, so that we don't. There's no yeah. sort of, um, appearance of conflict of interest. So even of though course. we have these new listeners, I mean, we might have a friend or two of mine huh. that are new listeners. Sadly, you cannot be the listener prime. But you know what? Still, if you want to email us just for fun, we just want to know our email's working. And I would like to welcome you, even though you're Ted's friend. I hope to get you on Team Darren by the end of this podcast. Oh, he's already been on Team Darren since he met me day one. <laughs> he just didn't know it. <laughs> Sweet. <sighs> my ranks are burgeoning. So, Oh, I do want to give you a little bit of good news, I think, for you. Because uh, I, I think you have been a fan of this movie. Uh, 
And, and so, one of the good things about uh, listening to the uh, 80s All Over podcast is I've been discovering some new movies and stuff like that. And in one of the podcasts, they were talking about a movie that I had seen as a child I didn't care a whole lot for. And the way they just talked about the movie, they were very, very praiseworthy of this movie and said that it gotten a bad deal at the time and that it was actually a good movie and it should be watched. And I'm like, okay, I think I'll give that movie a try again. And I remember the movie being relatively safe, so I and I know what my daughter's like. And music is always a plus for them. If, if, if there's music in a movie, if they're singing, my daughter's like that, especially my oldest. So I'm like, okay. I'm, I found it on uh, one of the free streaming sites. They had, a, they had it there. It Was it, hey, let me, let me interrupt you. Was it Fiddler on the Roof? No. I actually like Fiddler on okay. the Roof. So. This is from the 80s? This was it a musical? It was a musical. A musical from the 80s? That was Don't safe. say fame. That's safe enough for my girls to watch. A six-year-old and a four-year-old. So, the Um, other night, we sat down. I put on the streaming service. And my family and myself... Grease 2. Was it it Grease 2? Stop guessing. (laughs) I've actually never seen Grease 2, but um, my family and I sat... I'm I'm jealous of you. (laughs) Okay. Because it's bad. It's bad. My family and I sat down the other night, and watched Robert Altman's Popeye. It's the first wow. time I have seen that movie since wow. the theater. Oh my goodness. And I have to say, after seeing it again 40 years later, I liked the movie. Wow, I am proud of you. I actually like the movie. I was just watching something within the past week, and I can't remember what it was, but I heard a commercial... There was a commercial playing, and I heard a song, and it was a re- and the song was going, "He needs me, he needs me, he needs me, he needs me." Yeah. And I heard, it, I'm like, "Oh my God!" They took that song from Popeye and turned it into a commercial. And my wife's like, "What the fuck are you talking?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's right. I can pick out a song, a minor song from Popeye, f- from a movie 40 years ago, and recognize it in a commercial remade." Paul Thomas Anderson used that song in Punch Truck Love as well. I actually still like that song. Huh. I remembered that song, and I, I I remember liking it then, and I still like it. But I like the other music better, and I did not realize that Harry Nilsson wrote all the music for that movie. I didn't know that either. Yeah, Harry Nilsson wrote all the songs for Popeye. So, hmm. that's a little... Which is weird, because he didn't actually write Everybody's Talking. No, I know, but he wrote Popeye. <laughs> so the guy who wrote the lime and the coconut, you take the lime and the coconut, and you drink it all up. I didn't know he wrote that, but I guess so, yeah. He you, know, wrote... you know what? Honestly... I don't know if he wrote it or not, but for the purpose of this next bit, where I want to say that I want to take the lime of the coconut and bash his fucking head open because I hate that song. <laughs> so you're not. What I would Harry- have to do is like, no, oh no, I love everybody's talking. Oh, okay. What I would have to do is I would have to have the coconut, and then use the coconut half to dig him up from his, dig him out of his grave, and then bash him in the head with the lime. God. What? <laughs> Why don't you Wait, tweet do that? Tweet that! <laughs> Ouch. And I'm getting. Uh, did you actually know how Harry Nelson died? Turns out that he was on. A, he missed a flight, and so he booked an, another flight, uh, and that second one crashed. Uh, <laughs> never sit next to John Denver. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> like this. Uh, 
What, too soon? Too soon? No, oh, no, it's not too soon. Okay. But you do know that he didn't die in a commercial flight, right? No, I know, I know. It was a private, so. It was an experimental plane. Yeah. But anyway, I thought you would like, because I know you've actually been a fan of Popeye. You've uh, been a defender. I am so proud of you, yeah, because and I have I have warm feelings towards that movie. Who knows? Maybe I'll watch it again and realize that it sucks, so you never know. Um, I don't think so. I think you will. I think you will enjoy it still. Um, my oldest daughter loved it, by the way. She absolutely loved it. So, but it's it's weird because it's probably the only Robert Altman movie that I actually like. Yeah, I we've had that discussion too. So wow, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just ingrained in my head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watch it again. It's on. Um, there's so many different free movie sites now. I think it's on. Uh, it was on Popcorn Flicks. I think it was on Popcorn Flicks. That um, that had that, or was it? It wasn't Sony Crackle. I think it was Popcorn Flicks that was showing it. So there's. By a, the way, do you? Re- there's a dozen different uh, free movie sites that you can go to. That they they have ads that pop up, but you can watch. There's Tubi, Popcorn Flicks, Sony Crackle, Voodoo, all this stuff. That they have a lot of older movies, you know, like Popeye. Uh, Film Rise hmm. is another one that you can you can log on and watch for free. You just have to. Quick question. So obviously they're a sponsor, a pretend sponsor. But quick question: Do you remember the discussion we had about a gentleman by the name of Bill Irwin? Yes, 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 yes. He was the guy from the "Don't Worry, Be Happy" video. Uh-huh. He was also in Popeye. That's right. He was the one that was kicking his hat down the street. Correct? Was that him? I don't remember what character he played. Okay. Was he wasn't he wasn't wimpy? He but he was definitely in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, nope. a, a, another uh, actor that was in Popeye. He played the. Uh, Tax assessor, the one that kept uh, collecting oh, yes. taxes. Uh, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, he just passed away. I want to say it was like in December. Huh. Um, I'm trying to remember the actor's name, but he was uh, he was. You didn't see the thing from another world, the John Carpenter movie. So he isn't was, it just called the thing. Why do you keep saying that? Isn't it just called the thing? No, it's called the thing from another world. So, um, uh, he was in that and. Uh, he he was good in that. Uh, he played the. Do you remember the movie uh, Clear and Present Danger with? Okay, Harrison okay, Ford? hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, sorry. The Thing from Another World was the 1951 movie, and The Thing was the remake in 1982. They didn't call it The Thing from Another World as well. No, they called it The Thing. Goddamn okay. it. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll take now, it. Now I, I I'll give you a little bit extra credit for the fact that the original you knew it was called right. The Thing from Another World, but no, no, it was the. Th- Thing in 1982, the thing. Okay, the the actor's name is Donald Moffat. That's his name. He just passed away. Donald. Moffitt. Yeah, he played. Uh, you remember the movie Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford? He played the president yeah, of the United States. He played the president of the United States. How, How dare you come in here and bark oh. at me like some type of junkyard dog? Yes. Yeah, that that guy. I don't. Yes, exactly. I'm the president of the United States. He's like, yeah. oh, I know what you're doing. You're doing the old Potomac two-step. I don't dance, sir. <laughs> but yeah, he was he was in that as well. He was he played the uh, tax assessor in um, Popeye, and he just passed. Huh, I did not know that connection. That's a pretty awesome connection. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You are most welcome for that. What else you got? Wow. So any more segments or anything you want to? What do you want to talk about? Just meander a little bit. About an hour and a half in, trying to. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll. Uh, you were gonna say something. I was gonna say you. Uh, you wanna 
maybe take us home with a story. I think you probably have a good story or two to tell. I do. I got a I got a short story. In fact, you know what? I was going to introduce a new segment, a new short segment. Ooh. So just to refresh, just to refresh people. This is more of a segment for my household. But this segment is called "Will They Deliver?" This is this is the the premise of this segment. So I mentioned before how during the historic flooding of Ellicott City, uh, I think I guess it was last year, and we were we were in a neighboring town, and my wife was insisting that we order delivery Chinese food during the flash flood warning. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. We talked at length on whether I, or not it was moral to put somebody's life at risk for food. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so I, I, I put my foot down, and we did not order the food. But since then, we've had a couple interesting non-life-threatening uh, occurrences because during the winter, we've had not one but two deliveries from this Chinese restaurant. One was on the coldest night of the year, and it was 10 degrees out. Oh, Jesus. And my wife's like, I want Chinese. So this is basically my wife's, how her brain works. When she sees some sort of horrible weather occurring, it makes her crave Chinese food. Because on the coldest night of the year, when it was 10 degrees outside, she's like, I want Chinese delivery. I was like, really? You're going to make the guy go on Chinese? And it always ends the same way. It always ends like me. It's like, okay, I'll call him and see if they're delivering. Wow. And yeah, the guy del- the guy delivered. He delivered. It was ten degrees. I had to make. I had to tell him like, don't climb the steps, because they were like all, I don't think they were iced over and they're really slippery. And then we had occurrence number two during a snowstorm. Wow. When it was like that day, it's it snowed like six inches, so like about two or three inches into the six inch snowstorm. She's like, yeah, I could really go for some Chinese food. Did, now one did, I th- if, was if she wronged by one- a Chinese food driver like in her past, like. Did like a Chinese food delivery guy like run over her dog when she was a kid or something like that, and she's got this lifelong <laughs> desire to 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 bring vengeance upon a Chinese food delivery man. It is quite possible. Okay, just checking. And now I'm getting a a, a text from her telling me that she wants tea, but she doesn't realize we're in the middle of it. So. <laughs> Realize, care, one of the two. <laughs> uh, exactly. So number two, so speaking of, it's like, she, wow, she must have, you think she heard us talking about her? Uh, she didn't hear me, I'm she for, heard I'm your ass. For, I'm, I'm waiting for the text to come over saying, yes, I can hear you. Um, <laughs> what else, what else? So the, the, the second time was, oh wait, I said I said one was during the, the, the coldest night of the year, one was during a snowstorm, though in her meager defense, she was like really sick and she wanted wonton soup. So she was craving wonton soup because of her horrible cold. Okay. And she, I want wonton soup. And so, so okay, so one of those deliveries, that was the situation. But the answer to both questions is yes, they do deliver. Because during both those times, they did deliver, and they got a hell of a tip. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. And now every time we call, every time we call, they're like, wait, you don't want the pork fried rice this time? Because they know us. They absolutely know us. <laughs> oh, these fuckers are going to make us go out in this weather? <laughs> Also, did I mention that we tipped them like fifteen bucks? Oh, okay, that's that's good. That's good. tip your drivers because you tip your drivers. I bet. We didn't I, I, stiff you, them. you know, I bet the driver felt bad spitting in your food. So, <laughs> I thought that was the secret ingredient. <laughs> anyway, that's not soy sauce. That's Roy sauce. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so what else? You want another story? I got one more story. Hopefully it'll be humorous. Yeah, let's go for it. All right, you got nothing else. You got absolutely no, no, take a breath. You, I'm, I'm letting you take us home, buddy. <sighs> letting you take us home. Right, I, so I, feel, I feel we, I feel reinvigorated standing up to your 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 tyrannical ways today and, <laughs> and putting my foot. But down. we are still. Do not forget that we are still in the midst of a. What about now? National emergency. <laughs> we will, but we're. I am standing fast. As a okay. co-equal branch so, of podcasting. Where to start? Where to start? I had the the enjoyment of taking a train trip with my four-year-old daughter. Ooh. And I was I, when I say that I'm not being facetious because anytime it's like a new, one of these new experiences you get that you get to experience with a, your child, it's fun. Of course. She was because she was so excited. But I, so I had the pleasure of doing that, and it was that's what our story is for this evening. But the, I want to emphasize here that during this, I I achieved a feat that is nearly unheard of in the annals of modern parenting. That I will let you as we get into the story. I will let you know what that feat was. So, going down to the station that's near here, the train station. Uh, one of the one of the important things, of course, is to make sure that she goes potty. Of course. Um, I, there's potties on the train, but I don't know. They're, they're kind of dirty, and so show up early. I want to make sure we showed up a half hour early. We can we can relax. Okay, maybe get a snack. Let's go potty. Make sure we go potty. Let's hang out. Let's enjoy the experience. You know, the last thing you want to do is be rushed. Of course. Show up. Relax a little bit. Walk around. Stand by the track. Oh, don't stand too close because I'm a crazy paranoid, <laughs> overprotective parent. But all excited, looking at things, all looking at everything, asking all these questions. And then maybe we're 10 minutes out and like, okay, honey, you sure? You have to go go pot again. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. You're absolutely sure? Okay, last chance. Let's go pot again. Like about 10 minutes. We can just make it. Okay. No, don't have to go pot. Okay, I'm good. Four minutes to go. Daddy, I have to go potty. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's not happening. I asked you twice. If you have to go, we'll go on the train. Because if you go potty right now, we are missing this train. And so, so I'm sorry. Got to go on the train. Okay, anyway, so we got on the train, and um, I've, I've traveled this train before. And so we ended up we ended up boarding the train towards the, the front of the train. And seating is usually difficult. I've only traveled before by myself. Not usually a problem, but usually you have to sit, at, you know, because there's two on each side, and you have to sit with somebody. And obviously I couldn't do that because I'm with my child. And so I boarded, the, I guess I made the mistake of boarding at the front of the train. Because we ended up having to walk the entire length of the train before we found a seat. Uh, two empty seats where we could sit next to each other. And let me just point out that when... For, okay, so first of all, the, the situation was... Let me back up a second. The situation was... My wife was already... My wife and my youngest were already up north. And we were essentially... We were meeting them. Because we were like... I was going up and then we were going to like all ride back together. And so... I had a backpack. I wouldn't normally ride a train, but I had like a backpack, and it was like filled with all kinds of crap because I was I was packing some stuff for an overnight. Like my wife couldn't fit everything, and so I had some of my clothes in there. I had all and then like of course like last minute she's like, oh don't forget to bring this, don't forget to bring that. We need oh we need um, as we are you familiar with something called the snot sucker for an oh infant? yeah yeah it's like just a, like a little it, bulb that yeah. Like a, oh no 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 not the bulb not the bulb this oh. is 
So it's called a Nosferita, and I know the bulb that you're talking about, but this one is one where it's a tube. And on the end, one of the tube is a mouthpiece, another okay. tube, you stick in those. For you uh, pot smokers out there, a little shout out to uh, Pop Smoke 420 if you're listening. This is, you're basically taking a bong hit off your child. Because <laughs> you put one end of this tube in your child's nose, and you put the other end in your mouth, and you take a giant drag off. And there's two philosophies, because there's. You can either like do like a big inhale, like you're taking a bong hit, or if that doesn't work, I usually have no luck with that. What I do is like it's, the other one is like more like puffing on a cigar. You take use it's not using your lungs; it's using your mouth, and you're sucking. You know, like you're using your mouth suction. Go, you know. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So either way, you're basically taking a hit off your child. <laughs> your, your, your child's your child's a cigar. Your child's a bong, but. <laughs> Okay, so my wife's like piling all this shit the night before. So, oh, don't forget! Oh, we oh, we need the snot sucker. Don't forget! Oh, don't bring the baby's uh, infantile. Bring this. Bring that. Bring an extra this. Bring all right. So I'm like loaded down like a like a pack mule. I don't know. Is that still is it still politically correct? Can I call myself a pack mule or does that offend the pack the actual mules? I, I don't. Know. I think you I think you're me. okay. I, th- I think the mule okay. lobby is still pretty weak. So you're good. You're good. Okay. Well, I mean, technically, the mule lobby are the, the Democrats, right? So. Ah, definitely weak then. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm loaded down, and I'm having to walk the entire length of the car. And in case you've never experienced this, when you travel with a three or four year on a train, that's an extra piece of luggage right there. Because you <laughs> have to lift the child of over. Because there's like a big step between the end, between the platform. And the train, there's a big gap that she would potentially fall into, and so you have to pick, you have to help her over or carry. So you have to pick her up and carry her over, and then when you're walking through, you have to hold because the train's moving. The train doesn't stop and then wait for you to take your seat. Ten minutes yeah, later, yeah, the train's yeah. moving. <laughs> they, you know, just like Mussolini, the trains run on time. <laughs> and so we're walking from the front of the train to the back of the train. I'm trying to hold on, and then I have to hold her hand with my left hand or whatever hand. The entire time. So basically, I have two heavy pieces of luggage walking the entire length of the train till we finally get to the end. And I see two seats, and I'm like, glory, glory, hallelujah. I, I don't know, should I even, should I bust into verse right now? You know, in my head, like, glory, glory, hallelujah, whatever. <laughs> um, Amer- that American classic. Yeah, I- we found two seats. Okay. Couple problem. couple problems with this is that it's uh, it's two seats. It's really four seats. It's two seats, facing two seats, with no device. So it's like it's it's like if four people that knew each other, like was it like two seats facing two seats? Normally it's just like rows of twos on each side facing the front of the train. But this is like right at the front of the car, and there's two front forward facing, two rear facing, right like right in each other's faces, right really cramped. And there's two very tall ladies sitting in it. And they for some reason they chose to ride backwards, which is weird because. If you had the choice, I would think you'd want to ride f- facing forward. But they actually chose facing backwards for some reason. Okay, so we get there. I'm Maybe like, they Glory just wanted to see where they'd been. It, you, you don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't want to overanalyze it because I'm exhausted. <laughs> Remember, I'm wearing. A, I'm. I'm have a heavy coat. I'm. I have a heavy child. I'm wearing a heavy. Uh, sorry, a heavy backpack, and I'm wearing a heavy coat because it's cold. But when you're in the train, I'm like overheating because I'm still wearing my heavy coat, right? Of course. So I get to that seat. I'm so excited, not realizing what I got myself into, because being a polite sort of chap, I 
say to the lady, oh, hey, can we sit here? And she doesn't say yes. She doesn't say okay. She doesn't nod. What she says to me is, this is the quiet car. And a very, like, that's her first thing in her mouth was, this is the quiet car. No talking. Not quite in that voice, but that's right. how yeah, I heard that's, it. Yeah. This is, this is, I'm like, I didn't realize, but I was in the quiet car. Do you know what the quiet car is? Not a clue. The quiet car on the train is the second to last car in which you must try to refrain from talking. You can't use cell phones. They basically want to create a pristine, quiet environment for people to work quietly or sleep or nap or just reflect on their thoughts. And so I had stumbled into the quiet car. And the lady was so kind to inform me that I was in the quiet car. And so that was my dilemma. I said, I was with a four-year-old and the only place I could sit next to her was cramped facing these two large women. I mean, like, tall, not, like, overweight. Right, right. Sitting next to her in the quiet car for an hour and a half, two-hour train ride. That's what I had to deal with. And I'm happy to say that that is the amazing feat that I accomplished. I managed to successfully travel in the quiet car with a four-year-old and not get kicked out of the quiet car. What? So That's probably only happened like five times in the history of Amtrak. So who gets the credit? Does the credit go to you or to your daughter? Because she was the one that stayed quiet, I'm assuming. Oh, well, let me explain, because the credit goes to me. Because as a dad who's traveled on an airplane numerous times, I came prepared. So I had my phone, downloaded tons and tons of movies from Netflix or whatever. I think I, I had a bunch of stuff on Netflix. I was like, I had some headphones. Silly me thinking that maybe I would get to enjoy some of the stuff. And I was like, but just in case something happened, I'll download some stuff for her because she wants to occupy. I, I figured we're going to sit in a normal car. And hang out and talk and giggle and have all kinds of fun. But it's a good thing I had that backup plan. And just like at the last minute, I threw in a pair of earbuds just for her, because just in case something horrible went. Like you got stuck in the quiet car. Like I got stuck in the quiet car. So I knew that my only shot at the quiet car was sit her down, immediately just put on like Barbie from Netflix that I downloaded, put those earbuds in there, (laughs) and just cross my fingers and just hope, hope and. I would say pray if I wasn't an atheist. Hope and pray that I could traverse, I could, you know, ha- complete this journey without being ejected like, uh, like uh, Indiana Jones did with the Nazi on the on the blimp. Uh, no crusade. tickets. <laughs> no ticket. And so yeah. So again, so when you're a pan, you, you realize that as a backup, you have these these emergencies. Okay. So like she's sitting there. And she's excited. She's so excited. And I'm like, shh. But I'm telling her, baby, this is a quiet car. Shh. And then she's, she's basically good. She's basically great. Because she has her movie. She has her earbuds. She's watching Barbie. And there was a... Like, she got excited once or twice. She's like, asked, maybe asked a question. I was like, oh, Daddy, look. I'm like, shh. Yeah, shh. It's a quiet car, baby. Or, or one time she got freaked out because they went into a tunnel. It got dark. And she, she exclaimed, it's okay, baby. Shh. It's a quiet car. And so there was like two or three minimal outbursts. And... I guess people are a little more understanding because it was a four-year-old, but like, like right, I knew I, I very quickly realized what was happening, what I was dealing with behind me because a lady started talking behind me, and she was immediately corrected by somebody, like another passenger, like shh, this is the quiet car, and then and that moment occurred to me that if I was going to get kicked out, it was not going to be by an employee, it was going to be by another person in the quiet car, people, two people, two like burly men. Who were just riding on the train would just get up and throw us out of the quiet car. <laughs> not even the employee, not even Amtrak employees. Just, just, just it's, this was like passengers. Mob rule. This was mob. This was just mob rule at the point. 
Like the like they somehow they, everybody brought like torches and pitchforks and they were gonna like burn us out of our seats basically. Wow. Okay, so so just picture. Okay, so I'm just trying to paint a picture. I'm sitting here. I I, I was smart enough to realize to take off my jacket, but I'm sitting here cramped. Me and my daughter. We're in the quiet car, trying to keep her quiet. Cramped like shit because two really tall women across from us. And like they're so close, they're like they're so close. Like we're basically like legs are touching. It's like it's sort of awkward. Like like because we're both like I'm not I'm not I'm like five ten whatever. It's like like tall people. And it's like it's impossible not to be like touching legs with these strange women. And I mean I was across from the old one, so you know no thrill or anything. I was across from like the mom, <laughs> and she was like in her face. I was like oh yay whatever. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so just it's hard to not make eye contact with somebody who's sitting. Two inches from your face, basically. <laughs> but okay, so okay, so this sounds like the worst train ride since Snowpiercer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I have not seen train uh, a Snowpiercer, but I'm just trying to think of a bad train ride. Uh, with, um, without saying so, too much, runaway train. Yeah, no, well, no, not getting Run, runaway train. Uh, it, without getting too much into into Snowpiercer, which is actually a really good movie. Uh-huh. Uh It's it's a it's a end of the world type movie. Where uh-huh. the rest of humanity is on this train, Chris Evans is the star, uh, and s- okay. and so the further yeah. back you are into the train, the further down your station in life is. So like the caboose wow. is like all the riffraff and the peasants and stuff like that, and as you get closer to the locomotive, you get into the higher ends of society. So all wow. of humanity, the the whole world is frozen. And everything that's still alive is on this train that never stops, and it's just broken down into this like class system. Good movie, oh, check wow. it out. I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore or not. It was at one point. Is, fa- is it fairly recent? Uh yeah, I want to say it was like five, six years ago. Um, but it's good. It's well, according good. to just, just like we talked about earlier, Stephen J. Cannell died in two thousand nine. That's fairly recent. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's called Snowpiercer. Yeah, uh, give it a give it a look. So. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Okay, so to wrap up the wrap up the story, there's one more thing I need to talk about, which is the fact that I had planned for the the download and of these movies onto my phone, of these movies and episodes on my phone as an emergency. So now I'm sitting in a two hour journey. My daughter has the phone listening and watching to uh, Barbie series from Netflix, and I have absolutely nothing to do uh, to keep me company for two hours. I can't talk to her. I can't talk to anybody. I have no phone. It's cramped. I don't have any reading material. So the progression of my journey was stare out the window for about 30 to 45 minutes. <coughs> yeah. Literally, I was literally spending 45 minutes staring out the window looking at all the interesting thing that's right next to the train tracks in the eastern corridor, the northeast corridor. Like, oh, look at these poor saps who have a house right across from the train tracks. <laughs> and so as the journey went on, like, I'm more and more desperate. I started turning my attention to what my daughter's watching. So, like, I'm sitting there. I find myself not listening to, but, like, watching Barbie on an episode of uh, Barbie. Because, like, I don't know if I would really enjoy... Like a normal watching of Barbie. Now take that and take the sound away. Oh, I'm literally yeah, just yeah. W- I'm literally just watching on my smartphone from a distance an episode of the Netflix Barbie series. Yeah, it's a pr- that's then, a pretty awful series. I've seen it. So, 
Okay, so it's either that or literally staring out the window. <laughs> and so Stare from that the then on, she. Okay, she got tired of Barbie, and we switched. Well, she got tired of Barbie. It was up to me to switch it, and so that was my that was my cue. That was my opportunity. So I switched to our download of Finding Dory. And then I snatched one of her earbuds. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm totally getting in on this. We are watching Finding Dory together. <laughs> and I spent, like, the last 20 minutes sharing like with my daughter. Have you ever done, like, the one earbud, each person sort of thing? Oh, yeah, I've done that before. So. Okay, watching Finding Dory for the umpteenth time. And, again, just to reiterate, that I achieved a feat. I successfully journeyed two hours with my four-year-old daughter in the quiet car. That's a very, very good, uh, good job, sir. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then uh, again, I had to debark. I had to de disembark with my luggage, my my two pieces of luggage, my backpack, and my daughter. <laughs> and uh, end up in Philly. It was lovely. Let's see. I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, I'm just looking at my notes. So why don't you fill some time here while I'm looking at my notes? Uh, well, we're coming in at the uh, two-hour mark, so I was going to basically yeah, say let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up. We've done our All housekeeping. Right. We've yeah. done our phrase at pace. Uh, I think I think we're good for another episode. I think we are great for another episode. Awesome. And uh, uh, maybe it's time to just quickly mention our sponsors. Okay, well, apparently it's Mattress King because you keep wanting me to buy mattresses. So, uh, um, Mattress King, for your soundproofing needs, go to Mattress King. Obviously, the Chinese uh, takeout place yes, that's yes, around the corner. Yes, with, with, I'm not going to say the name because I don't know where yeah. I live, but the Chinese Chinese takeout. With Roy Sauce. Uh, with Roy Sauce, yes. Uh, <coughs> um, oh, what else did we have? Uh Snowpiercer. Amtrak. Clearly, it's brought to you by Amtrak. Amtrak and oh, Snowpiercer. 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 Am- Amtrak, because what other train system are you going to ride? Yeah. Uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's really Amtrak. What other choice do you have? <laughs> uh, Amtrak. So, see. this is where my life has become. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Amtrak. At least you're not on the bus. <laughs> Amtrak. Unless you're not, at least you're not in the 737 Max. <laughs> oh wow! On that note, uh, let's hold on a second. How many? How many more do you think? How many more of these do you think we have? <laughs> Amtrak, don't expect two seats next to each other, except in the quiet car. <laughs> Amtrak, it's good enough for Biden. It's fucking good enough for you. <laughs> Amtrak, yeah. So the government had to bail us out. <laughs> well, so what? Uh. Amtrak. At least you're not riding on the side of it like in India. <laughs> uh, Amtrak. You definitely don't want to live right next to these train tracks. <laughs> uh, Amtrak. Because you desperately want to know what it's like to live in 1875. <laughs> Amtrak. Try riding reverse. You might like it. <laughs> Amtrak. Nobody... No... No cartoon mustache twirling villain has tied a woman to these tracks in at least 30 years. <laughs> Amtrak, do not fuck with the quiet car. <laughs> I think we'll end on that one. That's a good one. <laughs> <coughs> and we and we have a clip. That was all, by the way, for our listener. That was all totally spontaneous. Totally spontaneous. 
So clearly Amtrak's a sponsor. Yeah, Amtrak's a sponsor, yes. So. I don't know. Uh, obviously, this show's been brought to you by National Emergencies. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, every streaming uh, uh, movie site known to man, uh, Popcorn, Flicks, Flickster, Sony Crackle, Voodoo, Who Do You Do, Do What, all that. And Popeye. Robert, Robert, Robert Altman's Popeye. Popeye. Very good, very good, yes. Robert Altman's Popeye, so. It's winter, so obviously the show's been brought to you by horrible illness. Uh, yes, and stomach viruses. And uh, uh, dried plums. The show's uh, been brought yes. to you by dried plums. Uh, uh, yeah, or prunes. <laughs> prunes. <laughs> Remember now, the phrase that pays, people. In prune Ted. In prune Ted. Please, prune Ted. vote. I need your vote. Show us that he does not have the constitutional authority... To just assert power like that of this podcast. Oh, really? They're the judge. They're the judicial branch. You, you, so we'll take the submission you, of the Our judge. audience are a co-equal branch of this government. Show or your power. We, show obvi- your strength. <laughs> Obviously, this episode has clearly been brought to, brought to you by our viewers. <laughs> our viewers. <laughs> we, you know what? I just want to do a little shout out to our viewers. Without our viewers... We would not have made it this far. <laughs> this podcast would not be possible without our viewers. <laughs> yes, our viewers. Viewers like you. <laughs> did you, did we already say the uh, the seven thirty seven Max was that already one of the sponsors? Uh, we were going to, but it already crashed before we got to it. Ouch! Ouch! Oh, okay. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna take this opportunity to say this is a what about now first because we're gonna go ahead and um. Request that Boeing remove their sponsorship their, <laughs> from their show. Um, we don't feel that it's safe for us to be sponsors of the 737 Max. We're going to go ahead and ground the sponsorship of the yes. 737 Max. Yeah. I know this is the first time. That's the, the what about now first. We have never actually removed a sponsor. We are doing that now. <laughs> we are doing it now. Yes. Uh, it kind of makes me think of the the line from the Alanis Morissette song, "Ironic," about like oh he's afraid of dying in a plane crash and he died yeah, the next day. Oh, yeah. And uh, as a as a side note, um, this podcast has been brought to you by horrible horrible songs, courtesy of Alanis Morissette. <laughs> hey, I'm here to remind you of the mess you left when you went away. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> well, she went away, so I guess wishes do come. Ah, through. there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, the show's been brought to you by wish, wishes that came true and Katy Perry. Oh, and Katy Perry! Don't forget, yes, don't forget. Roar and uh, oh, whatever. Uh, uh, this is what we do. This is what we do. Sure. <laughs> All right, that's it. I can I usually take notes for responses. I can't remember. Yeah, no, we're good. We're gonna. Oh, clearly. Oh, clearly. Um, uh, the Barbie show on Netflix. This, well, I, I don't know about the show, but my train ride, my Amtrak train ride was definitely brought to you <laughs> by, Bar- by the Barbie show Barbie on, on Netflix. Netflix. Yes. Yes. When you absolutely wow. positively have nothing else to watch with your children, Barbie on Netflix. <laughs> and when I say watch, I mean literally watch, not listen. <laughs> Barbie on Netflix, the Amtrak of children's viewing. <laughs> now, now, I don't know. Is it is it like safe and or okay to have like thoughts like, like you know like the Baywatch watching Baywatch was it's like the Baywatch concept. You don't you just like watch it with the sound off. Can you apply that same concept to watching Barbie? 
Because uh, I mean, it's it's, it's an, first of all, it's an, there's another one. It's animation, right? It's not, yeah, it's know. animation. And it's like, and how how old is Barbie in the cartoon? I don't know. Is she like is she a teen? Is she an adult? I don't know. Are you trying to see if it's legally okay to you to be sexually aroused by Barbie? The cartoon. Well, first of all, I know it's legal because it's a cartoon. So there's clearly nothing illegal about it. Uh, illegal? No. Fucking weird? Yes. Well, I, now, I didn't say I was aroused. I just asked the question, is it okay? Well, I don't know. Uh... Barbie, really? I mean, I could see like Jessica Rabbit, maybe, but Barbie. Barbie's in college, right? That's cool. Maybe she's in high school, but she's eighteen. Uh, uh, you're going, <laughs> you're going down a path I cannot follow, sir. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all right. That's all I'm gonna say. I am not following you down this path. <laughs> if you walk it, you walk it alone. Oh boy. I'm well. If I did walk it, I would have to moonwalk that way. Uh, I'd have to moonwalk it. I thought we were talking Barbie, not Ken. All right, enough of the Michael Jackson joke. He's a scumbag, may rot in hell. Let's move on. <laughs> but he was a good musician. Yeah, I mean that that uh, legacy is pretty much in the ground, right? With Harry Nelson. Harry Nelson. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Harry Nelson. <laughs> and, li- and limes and coconuts. <laughs> Wow. All I could say is wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> That's it, man. I think that we've also set a record in our sponsorship for the longest sponsorship yeah, I think ever. I, th- I think we have. I think we... <laughs> like like the Boeing 737, we've smashed into the ground with this bit. So. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. My God. Too soon, man. <laughs> I know, I know, and I chastised you for the tweets, so. All right, man, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, so, well, thank you all. My wife, my wife wants, my wife Yeah, you need to get her her tea. She may make you travel through snow to give it to her, so. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, wait, uh, wait, oh, so I should order some Chinese delivery. They'll bring tea. Oh, there you go. Have them bring it in. There you go. (laughs) But it's such, it was such a nice day today here. It was like. Like in the '60s, like I could possibly call Chinese deliver in this nice weather. No, no, no. There's like no danger whatsoever. So. No. <laughs> maybe maybe he would spill it and scald himself. That's the best I can hope for. <laughs> all right, man. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. So uh, thank you all for listening one more time. This is Darren. And this is Ted. And you've been listening to What About Now. It's, it's completely still. I've killed oh, everything in a 10-mile oh, radius. Cool. Everything. I, but uh, I, then maybe... I, okay. I launched a nuclear warhead that killed all life forms, uh, and it was an EMP that knocked out all electrical equipment. What I was going to say is, well, in that case, maybe you need to brush your teeth. 
<laughs> uh, well, this, we got we got a post uh, post show bit already. <laughs> I'm gonna. T- I have a joke. This is gonna be off the air. Um, random joke, but it's it's re- recorded for posterity. Um, okay. I had an idea. Really, the idea is I yell at my kid so much constantly to do things because she doesn't listen, and I'm constantly I use like the like the one two three. Do you ever use that? Yeah, all, all the time. Yeah. I sort of had a flash of brilliance. To, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but I figure that's that's like wasted space, that's wasted effort. So why don't I start doing things like using the countdown as an opportunity to teach her? So like I'll rotate it. Like so like this week I'll be like January, February. You know, and if I get to March then she's in trouble. And then like I'll work my way through the months like that. I'll do the planets, I'll do the continents, stuff like that. So I'll be like you know, I'll be like uh, be like mercury washington adams jefferson yeah, exactly if we if we get to buchanan you're in time out don't anyway, make so what do you me think? get to millard fillmore god damn it <laughs> so what do you think that's that's a good like uh, a teaching opportunity what do you think yeah i, I like it i like it <laughs> okay so we got a little maybe uh, maybe i'll put this at the end or whatever but uh <laughs> oh it's pretty good Anyways, I just came. I'm just. Starting, I'm finally coming out of my funk. Maybe it's because I've been sick for the past oh winter. <laughs> but uh, I'm coming out of funk, and I'm still finding like, the ideas are starting to flow again. Good, good, good. Yes. I'm still a little bit in the funk, but I'll just bounce off you. You know how uh-huh. we do. So. You know how <sighs> we right, do. Man. I know. This is how we do. As Katie at Team Katie, right? This is how we do. I have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> you've never listened to Katy Perry's uh, teenage. Dream album, I think it was. Not, not, not a big Katy Perry fan. Of her, as her a, music, her music is just is, is just as, fantastic. As a, as a know, physical for, specimen, she's pretty spectacular. Yeah. But uh, right, but she she has like the best songwriter songwriters on staff, and she she you know she's a performer. She's not so much a songwriter, but like, I mean, the, like, the, not the last one, but like the past couple albums were like just pop gems. Okay. Uh, I'll take your word for it. I don't hold, you know, just because it's pop or whatever. I don't, I don't hold it against it. They're just, no, they're just no. damn good songs. No, the last no. one kind of tanked a little bit, but oh, okay. But uh, I mean, my like daughters when, when, love roar. They love roar, so it's all good. They love what? Roar. You hear me? Oh, roar. roar. Oh yeah, yeah. God. Well, that, yeah, again, that's yeah. a couple, couple albums ago. Yeah. Well, that's the one they love. So. Yes. Can you hear me roar? Her yeah. little eye of the tiger homage. Yeah, they they love that one. So it's a good yeah, video. Great song. So uh, yeah, eh, yeah, pretty good video. Anyway, so I think it's we got plenty of post show material, <laughs> and we got plenty of <laughs> Let's show. Let's just material. call it quits now. Let's just stop it now. Well, there you go. So that's the show's been brought to you by Roar <laughs> and, uh, and Miller Fillmore, <laughs> <laughs> yelling at your children. Peace out. <laughs> 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 you know, it would be funny if I actually posted like a, a five minute long show that'd be kind of funny that would be great you could put like a half number on it it'd be like episode 24 <laughs> and a half or something oh, 24 and two thirds or 24 and two eighths or something like that yeah if I could maybe this would be like a twitter clip or something mm-hmm. oh. in the all axis what about now okay ready get started I mean I think we're well, good we, we could get oh we could set up a patreon account and they could get this 
great behind-the-scenes stuff with Patreon account. Okay, so you don't know, this is how we do, and I don't know Patreon, so... Patreon account is basically a kind of like a, a, a GoFundMe type thing for, like, artists and stuff like that, where, like, oh. oh, if you like what we're doing, you know, subscribe to our Patreon... You know, for five dollar a month, you get behind the scenes, blah blah blah. Stuff. Oh, okay. So basically, just a way to monetize. Yeah, yeah. It's it's monetizing. Yeah. Interesting. The um, the uh, movie podcast I'm doing has a Patreon account, but they're much more professional, so I can yeah. see them actually having one. So, <laughs> hmm. but. All right, man. Get us started. Okay. I can, just, I can I can hear the intro music. You can hear the intro music. Yes. Okay. In three, two. One.